Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of course, he is uh, former New Orleans Saint Tyrone Hughes. Uh, Tyrone, I know we talked a little bit uh, earlier in the week. I know you were excited about uh, a, a signing that the Saints made. Look, it's it's always interesting when a guy goes through a draft and, and doesn't get drafted. We're seeing that a lot now with a lot of guys that that leave early, and and a lot of times these uh, seniors don't necessarily get get drafted. But sometimes it's even better when you don't get drafted because you can kind of pick what team you'd like to go to. And in the case of J.T. Barrett, the Ohio State quarterback. Picking the Saints uh, seems like a good fit for him, right? I thought. I mean, hey, Chris, thanks for having me on again. And uh, I really, I really like the pick uh, simply because of what he can do and what he can bring to the Saints if Sean Payton uses him that way. And that's the question, you know. Not, uh, you know, we were on Facebook talking about it, and everybody's like, "Well, he's not going to be the backup quarterback." You know, they got better guys or what have you. Then somebody else came up with all of the numbers, and, you know, he's due for this many touchdowns. He had this many yards. So, obviously, he can throw the ball, and he has talent. Didn't get picked as a quarterback, but nowadays, you know, there's very few black quarterbacks that's going to get picked for the NFL. Reason being, they're not really taught to be pocket passers. They come out of high school as athletes, and you have all of these coaches who wants to run the spread option. So all they're really looking for is somebody who can really run the ball, maybe go one, two possible reads, and then that's it. But they're not actually taught. You know, they're not going to come out as Peyton Manning's into the league anymore. And I think when you look at Baker Mayfield, he has the capabilities uh, to make the deep throws, the deep out routes, or what have you, where in college you don't have to go through the whole NFL route tree, that zero through nine. Whereas in college, you're going to be basically slant hitch, quick passes, slant hitches, uh, bubble pass, and then a goal route. That's basically about it. You know, you don't see guys running come outside comebacks or 18-yard comebacks or deep square ends or deep curl routes anymore uh, in college. So when they get to the NFL, it's hard for them to make those throws. Uh, if they haven't been prepared for or they don't have the capabilities to do it. Now, he can be taught to be a pocket passer, but all I'm saying is as far as JT is concerned, he would give Sean Payton the option to say, hey, look, this is just another package. He's not coming in to be the heir apparent future quarterback of the Saints or whatever. I'm going to be able to create, or Sean's going to be able to create another package, that actual read option package, just like you see the Rams doing, just like you see Philadelphia doing quick, short passes, get it in, out of his hands, or with the addition of Alvin Kamara, who knows how to run the read option, then that gives him another advantage or another package that will have a defensive coordinator pulling his hair out because now you've gone from having to defend in three days uh, when you think about the NFL season. In three days, you basically have to prepare for the next team. In three days, you have to prepare for Drew Brees, one type of quarterback, and all of the formations that they run, and then have to also come and prepare for, hey, J.T. Barrett comes in, takes Drew Brees out, which is going to give Drew Brees a little bit more longevity where he's certain hits he doesn't have to take because 
you know, through, through the mid part of the season, his arm is shot as far as the deep ball is concerned. Um, but it'll take some pressure off of Drew to extend his career. But now you're putting pressure on the defense because they have to game plan for a JT Barrett and Alvin Kamara running a read option. And he still has the receivers and he's capable of throwing the ball. Well, look, as I look at it, I mean, obviously Drew's going to continue to play. You know, it's almost going to be like that every year, a, a one to two year deal where it's like, okay, Drew Brees wants to play another year. Okay, here's the contract. And we'll keep doing that with him as long as Drew wants to play. But this year they bring in Tom Savage on a one-year deal, specifically with the idea that he's going to be the backup quarterback. But I like the JT Barrett signing in that he can be your developmental guy. Get him into the system, start learning the plays, let him learn behind Drew Brees. And who knows, maybe you know a year, two years, three years from now, maybe he does develop into something. And maybe you find a diamond in the rough, and that might be your, your future quarterback here. I know so many people wanted to make a big deal out of Taysom Hill last year. But, you know, look, they, they they found him, you know, some room on, on special teams and made a couple tackles, and it was a great story and all that. But in, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking long-term, who can be that developmental-type quarterback? And I think JT Barrett is the perfect guy to get into the system and start molding. For, for, that, for that offense that Sean Payton's run, that Sean Payton runs right now, which is basically a West Coast offense, I think future-wise down the line, if they're going to take the time to really invest in him to do that, yes, he could be three, four, two to three, four years, really three or four years down the road, I think. Um, but, again, you have other quarterbacks who can do that because, I mean, I really believe if they were looking for somebody right now to come in and be that heir apparent to Drew, they would have took Lamar Jackson, and that didn't happen. But signing JT, he basically becomes expendable. But what could he give you right now? This year, you have to cater. You can't put JT Barrett and run JT and run Sean Payton's offense right now at West Coast. You have to put JT Barrett in to run JT Barrett's or the spread option. And if Sean can do that, again, all I'm saying is just to come in as a changeup for that offense or for defensive coordinators and what it could do to a defense to say, hey, look, now we even went from Drew Brees and this offense to – Okay, now we got to prepare for JT Barrett where he can run, Alvin Kamara can run, he can throw the ball. So it's like you're all over the board as a defensive coordinator trying to match up to these guys. Yeah, and, and the reality is, I mean, look, he he ran a good bit in his career uh, at Ohio State, and that's part of the the Urban Meyer system and and how Urban's typically run it with a lot of his quarterbacks from from Tim Tebow to. Uh, Terrell Pryor to um, you know even even Cardell Jones who came in uh, and helped win him a national championship but JT Barrett he's got the running ability but he's got the arm too and you look at the passing yards almost 3,000 yards passing last year 2,500 the year prior and then the fact that he broke Drew Brees' record from for Big Ten's all-time touchdowns I mean the fact is the guy does have an arm and as much as people want to say oh well he runs a lot and all that he had the arm and he was able to deliver throughout his college career. And he does within that offense. I mean, again, when you talk about the spread option, everybody's thinking of just run. No, it's quick game. Look at the look at the Rams. Look at uh, Philadelphia. It's a quick game. It's a quick passing game. Get it out the quarterback's hands. Get it into your receiver's hands. A lot of those passes, passing yards, came from just quick catch and throw, getting six steps, six steps. I mean, uh, five yard plants or hitches, getting it into his receiver's hands, and they're breaking big plays. So it's not about just throwing the ball down the field, the goal routes and everything like that, or deep post patterns. No, these were just basic quick slants, hitches, or bubble screens 
and the the receivers took it and, and made big plays out of it. That's how they basically totaled their yards. But again, when you when I'm all I'm saying is not trying to bring him in to or, or not trying to get him to be the next quarterback right now. All I'm saying is he can be used right now if you use his system, and it would give the Saints a great advantage, uh, even more of an advantage to other defenses. Talking with Tyrone Hughes here on uh, Sports 1280, the Chris Gordy Show. Tyrone, uh, a lot has been made here in recent weeks of changes to the NFL kickoff. And, and I think even even yesterday, Sports Illustrated had a story up. How much longer will the kickoff stay in the NFL? As a former uh, return man like yourself, I mean, this is this is crazy to start talking about eliminating a portion of the game that we've come to love. Hey, go ahead and get rid of it, because that means my NFL record is going to stand. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I'll tell you what, Chris, it, it is kind of crazy. I mean, first of all, I mean, and a lot of this stuff starts, stems from uh, the concussion case, obviously. So the NFL is trying to become now proactive in some of the things that they're doing. Uh, I think there are ways that you can still have uh, the, the kickoffs. I mean, you had it where you have moved it up now where all of the kickers are kicking the ball out of the end zone, so you're not getting as many returns. I mean, if you, if you remember uh, several years ago when they started, they moved the kickoff back, it was because they wanted more kickoff returns, more, more um, opportunities for the, the return teams to get touchdowns. Now it's, well, let's try to put the safety implement into it to where they're kicking the balls out of the end zone. It's very few returns. So I don't know if they're going to keep it or not. I would like to see it because – for those games, I know Belichick, he would basically say, hey, look, instead of putting the ball at the 25, I'm going to sky kick it to you around the five-yard line and just make sure our guys are getting down there making the tackle and still getting it inside of the 20. So it's still going to, it's still going to boil down to, hey, you got to block on the return side and on the coverage side, you got to make the cover, you got to get the coverage and get the guys down there. So they're still flying down the field. I don't, I think the punt return, is really and truly more dangerous as, as for the returner himself, uh, more so than a kickoff return, because on a punt return, you're looking up at the ball, and you, if you don't make the fair catch, you got more time, more of a chance to get uh, a shot taken on you than on a kickoff return. But I also understand on a kickoff return, as far as the blockers, they have more of a chance to basically have those concussions. And so I guess the NFL is just trying to be more proactive. I wouldn't like to see it go. Uh, but it's just a wait and see. Yeah, the NFL, uh, the college game is making a change this year that we'll see where a team, if if you fair catch the ball anywhere inside your own 25, you get the ball automatically at the 25. So the ball could be coming to you on a kickoff at the 2. You could fair catch it, and you get the ball to 25. I, it, it just seems crazy that to me. I don't, that I don't agree with uh, at all. I mean, if it's a kickoff and... I mean, make it, make it go in the end zone at least. I really? mean, stick with that. But, I mean, basically you're giving a lot of yards to a team to say, okay, hey, it's inside the two with some high with a high um, kick, then that coverage can still get down and get and tackle him inside the 25. So I think you're really giving a team a, a lot of advantage by doing that. Yeah, I'd be interested to see. They keep saying the numbers say this is where most injuries happen and all this, but – I mean, is it that many injuries? Is it so many that it means making these vast changes to the game that that we've all come to love, whether it's the that, college game or the NFL game? I would game? like to see 
those studies because I can't believe that that's the case. Um, when you're looking at special teams as far as, uh, again, kickoff coverage, um, looking at kickoff, re- I mean, punt returns. I mean, how can you say the kickoff coverage, you know, you got more concussions on those than the guys on punt return or guys on uh, field goal block. I mean, just guys getting hit in general. So I, I don't know. I would really like to see those studies and where they came from and who, who they actually studied on that. <laughs> but I don't, I, don't, I don't see where on the kickoff return, I mean, if, the, if you're saying the guy's just going down the field, at all, then and that's causing you know concussions or more concussions than anywhere else. Then don't even kick the okay. Well, like you're saying, get rid of it complete. Don't even kick the ball off. Uh, just set the ball down, start the game off, or what have you. So it, it, it doesn't make. I'm not gonna say it doesn't make sense. I just would like to see the studies. Well, we're we're about three years remove uh, three years out from it being two hand touch, Tyrone. So uh, that's that's, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. where we're headed pretty soon. <laughs> he is Tyrone Hughes. Last thing for you, Tyrone. I, I know you didn't get to watch a whole lot of the the draft, but uh, as far as the Saints, they traded up in the first round, traded next year's first to go get the pass rusher out of UTSA, Marcus Davenport. You have any problem with the Saints giving up uh, next year's first for a guy that they're hoping can come in and? Be an extra, uh, make it make an impact on the, on the pass rush uh, along with Cam Jordan. Yes, I did. I, I really did. I did not like it at all. However, saying that, that was me personally. I understand what Sean and the guys were doing in that, hey, we're going to go get the best guy that we feel we need right now to make an impact. And so they did what they had to do to go get that guy. I didn't agree with it because, again, you're talking about a pass rusher who, from what I've seen, uh, looks like a guy who may be able to contribute on pass rush. Now, they're saying he's, he's big enough to where he can I'm, – I'm wondering, can he come in this year and play every down, or is he just going to be a pass rusher? Now, they're looking at the upside two, three, four, five years from now, possibly being just like Cam Jordan or better. But as far as this year is concerned, is he going to just be a pass rusher, or can he play every down? Because I don't know if he's big enough to take on the run from a – offensive, an NFL offensive tackle is what I'm looking at. But if you third down and you're going to bring him in, hey, go get the quarterback, he can actually help in that situation. But is he going to be a situational player as your first-round pick? And for what you gave up, I didn't agree. I thought you could have went. I really thought they would have gone by moving up. I didn't think they were going for Lamar Jackson like everybody else. I really thought they were going to go get an offensive lineman. Um, But by doing that, but when they picked him – and what they gave up, I didn't like it. But, again, I'm not the coach. I'm not the organization. They did what they had to do to get the guy that they wanted. Yeah, I joked. Right now, Tyrone, I love the pick. Next year when they don't have a first, I'm going to hate it. So that's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> well, hopefully, from what I did hear, what, I, what I've heard as far as some of the picks that they've gotten, hopefully they can have enough depth at least, yeah. uh, which is one of the good the things that they definitely need, offensive line, and at the secondary, uh, secondary linebacker areas, they sound like they've gotten at least addressed the depth situation to where if somebody goes down, because when you look at the Saints over the years, every time their starters go down, especially on the defensive side of the ball, they have trouble. And so hopefully they've been able to address that to where now within the next two to three years, and I'm saying that because of Drew, you know, however long he's going to be there, you can actually get that addressed or have somebody that's capable backups to be able to come in and step in. 
Yeah, I mean, last year alone, you look at we didn't think they were deep, but they actually turned out to be deep on defense with all the injuries they, that they, they were able exactly. to overcome. They made overcome. up for it. I, I can definitely tell you that. And the one thing I can actually honestly say, uh, looking at Lattimore and even with Kamara, um, we talked about it before, these guys, they're so young and talented right now that it's going to only get better because right now, uh, even with that defense with the young guys that they have out there, these guys are basically just playing ball. They don't really understand the game yet. And once they do, it's going to come a lot easier to them to where now they don't have to worry, worry about the physical aspect of it anymore. They can just use their mental aspect and, and, and make it a lot easier for the game to come to them. But right now, they're just out there balling, and they're doing a hell of a job. He is, of course, former Pro Bowler, New Orleans Saints Hall of Famer, Tyrone Hughes, jumping in with us on the Chris Gordy Show. Tyrone, thanks so much for jumping on, man. Uh, don't be a stranger. We'll have to get you on again soon, all right? Thanks for having me, guys. All right, brother. But thanks for uh, jumping in. Tyrone Hughes there, of course, in the uh, New Orleans Saints Hall of Fame, jumping in to talk a little bit about the Saints draft and signing of JT Barrett and much, much more. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.